Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. What's up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 62 of the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Ashley Souza from Rose Luxury Beauty Bar in outside of Austin, Texas, which is a great place to be. We actually recorded this interview right before all of this COVID-19 and coronavirus started spreading more rapidly than it is now. Uh, obviously, at this point, most people have had to close their doors or been ordered to at least. Uh, for all spray tanners, we know that this is an exceptionally challenging time for everyone that's in business. Uh, but for, you know, at the end of the day, we hope that you and your family, uh, your friends and everybody is staying safe and staying healthy. That is the most important thing uh, out there, obviously. And if we can do anything to help support you and your business, don't hesitate to reach out. We are, we're always here to help. And this is a little more heartfelt message. Uh, it wasn't uh, pre-recorded wasn't anything I thought out. It's just coming to my mind. So excuse me as I um and ah through this, but uh, there's a lot going on. A lot of people that I know and have been part of this industry for a long time are going through things we've never seen. Obviously, it's quite different from the financial crisis back in 2008 that was mainly caused by the banks. This is a little bit different, you know, obviously, because people can't do their services. Um, it's not necessarily that people don't have the money to do so. It's that you legally can't actually see people face to face to do the service. So Outside of just spray tanning, obviously, any other beauty services, lash studios, cosmetologists, hairdressers, whatever it may be, are struggling through this. So if there's any way we can support you, please let us know. Uh, we're here for you. Um, I hope this episode is a, is a good break for you a little bit uh, to refocus in on your business for after all this passes and, and is over. Uh, this is this is uh, Ashley Souza. She really talks a lot about partnerships. Her and uh, her partner now, Marlene teamed up just around a year ago to create uh, Rosé. They both had separate businesses. It's a really cool story. We, we dive a lot into the partnership side of it. Um, so if you're interested in that or ever thought about it, this is a great way to learn about it because there's, there's positives and negatives in there. There's ups and downs in there and everything in between. So again, thanks so much for joining us during these uh, trying times. We know that everybody is going through some challenging times. Please, please, please make sure that you and your family stay healthy, stay safe out there. Uh, take care of yourselves. And if there's anything we can do, don't hesitate to reach out. You can find me at happytans.com or reach out to me directly, grant at happytans.com. Always more than happy to help and would love to chat with you. Thank you so much for for joining us. Ashley, thanks so much for your time and happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Ashley Souza from Rose Luxury Beauty Bar in Austin, Texas. How are you doing today, Ashley? I'm doing great, Grant. Thanks so much for having me today. Yeah, I'm so, so glad we could uh, connect on this. We've been working on it for a while. You, you lead a busy life, as do I, so it's always challenging to connect, but I'm so glad to, to have you on. We've, uh, we've known each other for how long now? Maybe three years? I don't, you know what? We should have figured that out before <laughs> yeah. we started recording, but quite, <laughs> quite, a, quite a while. Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, I know a little bit about you, but let me open up the floor for you to tell you a little bit of your story, how you got into this, uh, your business, anything you want to share, we, we'd love to hear it. Yeah, yeah. So awesome. So um, again, my name is Ashley. I am from, well, I live in Austin and well, right outside of Austin in a little town called Leander, but I 
own um, Rosé Luxury Beauty Bar with um, a good friend, uh, Marlene Antello. So shout out to Smooth Summer Tan Remover if you haven't heard of that. Uh, Marlene is the owner of Smooth Summer Tan Remover. And we own Rosé Luxury Beauty Bar together. Um, we've done that for about a year. But before that, I owned um, a salon called Airbrush Silhouette. Um, and I've been spray tanning since 2004. Uh, I got into it just kind of wanting to work at a tanning salon when I was in high school. And uh, they had a airbrush tan machine. I think Norvell back then was just trying to maybe launch it into the market. And so they would kind of drop off machines for people to test. And mm -hmm. because I am like a pasty girl, I could not get tan <laughs> and the tanning beds, which is super popular, uh, like when I was in high school. Um, and so I am from Boston or, um, I, I went to high school in Rhode Island and they, all the girls are like Italian, super, you know, dark hair, dark skin, um, always went tanning. And I'm like this pasty white girl with blonde hair and blue eyes that can't get a tan to save her life. Um, so I just started taking that machine and spraying myself like dead in the face and uh <laughs> people used to be, come in the tanning salon and ask for the girl that's from hawaii that's how tan i made myself uh, oh, awesome. yeah then i then i spray tanned my friends and family and you know uh use aerosol cans when i didn't have a spray gun and that's kind of how i got started wow 2004 that was long ago yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, uh, nowhere to search online for that training certifications, anything probably related to tanning. <laughs> no, you know what, when you're like 17, 18 years old, you're just fearless and you don't have like, you don't have these built up insecurities that we have when we're in our like late twenties or thirties mm. that we've like kind of, you know, um, it's just you're not naturally born with all of those insecurities. So yeah. when you're like in high school, you just really don't care. And honestly, I didn't, I don't know of a bad tan that I did because nobody knew what a good or bad tan was. They had Versa Spa back then. And so oh, yeah. like, that was my competition was, you know, people being oversaturated and looking like dead on orange. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, by comparison, I was a freaking rock star. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome good story uh, i looked it up so you uh, it looks like we met in 2017 so yeah three years that's awesome wow it's been three years yeah uh well that's a cool story so you transitioned from your own thing and you obviously because i know you have always had a full-time kind of uh really busy life I, I guess career right and the, the dental yeah. field so that keeps you busy mm -hmm. so kind of always been a a side hustle for you as uh, for the tanning stuff. Yeah. Um, that's, I guess part of my story is that I was in, so, you know, going into high school, that was my high school job. That wasn't my career. I went to college for dental hygiene. Um, and of course I'm spray tanning friends and like not really charging anybody for it. Um, mm. aside from when I like worked at a tanning salon for somebody else. Um, and, I'm in the dental field, going to dental hygiene school, and I'm working as a dental assistant. And then I start to get promoted through this corporate environment. So I go from, you know, from entry level to uh, being a, a corporate manager over 30 dental practices, 
moving, that's how I moved to Texas. Um, and so when I'm kind of like, as you come to see in my story, I'm very idealistic and very like optimistic. So mm-hmm. I, I am like, this is great and it's wonderful. And, um, you know, my company was, is everything because in New England it was. And then I come to Texas and I hate it. And um, the only thing that kind of, you know, uh, while I'm in these corporate meetings and all these things, of course, I go get my spray tans and I go, um, I'm driving all around Texas, 30 plus hours a week of just driving. Um, And it was, it was literally miserable. I was about to get married. I gained like 30 or 40 pounds. I'm it's, it was terrible. So I go get my spray tans in um, while I'm passing through Dallas in um, a salon um, and they had salon suites. And I felt like that was a very easy way to get in um, to owning a business. And it seemed like an out for me Mm -hmm. um, because that's what I wanted. And so that's, long story short, I find some salon suites here in Austin and I open one and I save up money, work my tail off to be able to build up a clientele. Um, and I, on my way driving in to San Antonio, which is kind of my area at the time, I would be driving two hours to San Antonio. I would stop at see clients in the morning, go to San Antonio, do my work and then see clients on my way home. Wow. Um, yeah. And then I built up enough clientele, saved up enough money and I quit my corporate job. Um, I think Grant at this time when I was going through this, I think we had, you know, maybe been friends for six months or something. I think I called you about it because I was struggling with that transition. Yeah. I remember. Um, yeah, and you really helped me through that. So mm. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Um, of course. yeah, so that was that's really the the takeoff of my whole tanning stuff. So what what year was it when you actually started or I guess started the salon suite side of thing? You might have mentioned that. Yeah, that was in the end of 20 2016 okay and then I quit my corporate job in December of 2017 yeah wow it's been that long wow right that that's crazy to me but it it has been that long um since then yeah I, I I got back into dental a little bit just um by people reaching out to me but yeah, we sure. just grown the salon um, and been able to move from a salon suite to a physical location where we can offer more services. That's awesome. Yeah. And before, I mean, we have a typical flow of the podcast, but before we kind of jump into the normal questions, I guess it's an interesting situation being, you know, two people merging businesses together. I'm sure there's tons of challenges. I'd love to talk a little bit about that. How did this even come? Was this just like, um, you know, you're looking for somebody to spray each other. You guys happen to be local to each other. How did that all come together? Whatever you can share, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's similar to how you and I met, Grant. I'm just very like to connect with people. Um, so and just like you do. Um, and so basically, I I like to try, you know, I like, I'm good. I'm pretty good with retail that I, that I like. And so, Mm -hmm. um, I 
ordered some of the smooth summer tan remover and i'm just being honest this is honestly how we met um i don't get any part of marlene's tan remover <laughs> uh, but, but um i so i ordered some tan remover and i sold it right away and um i ordered more and i sold that and so um when i when i go to place my third order i i realize that the distributor is in austin Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, this girl must be pretty awesome because she, you know, has a mobile tanning business I see and she's come up with um, a product on her own. And that, you know, for me, somebody doing something great in, in something that's like not in the norm it is challenging and inspiring to me. And of so... Course. Um, everybody that I had met in, in Austin up to that point had not want, wanted to like meet for coffee or anything, but Marlene said yes. Um, and we met for coffee and it was all very, very inspiring how, um, our conversations, we just had a good natural flow. Um, we, we shared a lot of common interests, like, we had the same like wedding date, which was so random, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, wow. um, you know, she, she's the same age as me. We just, you know, we had the same kind of mindset and determination. So yeah, we became friends. And as I, I, I became at a, I, my salon was kind of at a standstill at some point because I, was so busy at the salon, but also busy doing many other things, um, like in the dental industry, which I was mm -hmm. pulled back into. So, um, you know, I was tagged as a VP, um, for a company remotely. And then I was asked to open a practice here in Austin with some of my friends. I was, you know, being booked for speaking engagements and all of those things. So, um, I really needed some support and I couldn't get that from my employees. Like it just, um, you know, they they don't have that level of buy-in. And so my, I know Marlene had always wanted a physical, physical location. I was going to be looking at physical locations. I had already thought of her, um, as, as maybe partnering and, you know, <laughs> as you'll find out in my story is that again, I'm very, I, idealistic and optimistic so i'm just um like let me call marlene and let's ask her if she wants to go look at some places and see what she thinks of the idea and go with it so <laughs> i she i mean it takes two to be crazy though right mm -hmm. i just want to point out that i'm not the only one that's nuts in this story <laughs> but, um so i i call Marlene. We meet for coffee. This is after we've been friends for a year. Um, I pitch her my idea, which is to have like an inclusive membership, um, of like with spray tan and blowouts and, um, waterless manicures and pedicures. So I pitch that idea to her. I tell her that, you know, we have, we, I had a client base of 600 clients. She, I'm not sure what her numbers were. I can't remember. Um, but you know, I lay out, of the numbers and business wise in my mind, why, um, I think it could work. And she, I say, do you have money saved up? And she said, yes. And I said, great. And let's go look at this at some places. So we go look at some places and, um, we signed a lease that day. It was very 
impulsive wow. and idealistic, but something that we had been talking about individually for a long time. Hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot to digest and a pretty crazy story, but it's, um, I guess when you know, you know, right? <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, it's not, I wouldn't recommend doing it that way. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, it, it's not something that is, you know, there was a, you don't know what you don't know though. So I don't know that we could have been better prepared because we didn't know the challenges that we were going to face working together. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we went in, it with one thing that we would always be honest that's with each great. other and be determined yeah that's awesome i mean <clears throat> yeah it's it's challenging to have business partners i mean jimmy and i are partners in sunless evo and it's not obviously there's challenges in any partnership and it's like a marriage you know definitely and it's like but we said the same thing like hey we got to be 100 percent transparent and honest at some point we'll sit down and one of us will send each other an email like hey you know, this rubbed me the wrong way, or I don't agree with this, or maybe we should reevaluate this, you know, so there's, it's constant, I think, for sure. What, what would you say, if you want to share, what were some challenges that like, come to mind, or, or something for people to kind of be aware of if they're looking at a partnership? Um, I will, I will say that I say this carefully, but I will say that you need to understand what each of you are bringing to the table. Yes. Um, because, you know, what I feel um, was hard for me was that I have been in business management for a long time, for 10 mm -hmm. years. And so what was second nature for me was not second nature for her yeah. and um that would you know I felt like I it was really good and eye-opening for me because I had done business certain ways for so many years and like in my mind it was black and white and there was no other way to do business yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's <laughs> and that was I think really hard for me and I again me and Marlene always stuck to the to the um, point of being open and honest. And she hated that that was hard for me. Like she really was there for me when I am telling her like, this is hard for me because I am struggling with like you wanting to do different things than me, you know, mm -hmm. like it, it sounds so silly when you say it, but I did have an emotional struggle on um, being, I being so stuck on my ways. Um, mm -hmm. So I am very into um, self-development and all those things. So being able to work past it was a really huge growth point for me. And I think that if nothing else ever comes of mine and Marlene's um, partnership, I think that that was super beneficial for me. Um, and so I don't regret that at all. I really felt like that big change on like, you, you can be successful in many different ways. Um, yeah what is was eye-opening for me and once I was able to get through that and like value I, I feel like kind of I'm I'm damaging my, myself by saying this but you know I, I was I was honestly if I'm being real I was stuck and like not that I didn't 
value her opinion, but I couldn't get past my own. Yeah. And it was yeah. very egocentric of me. It um, is. Yeah. I think people would be far-fetched to say they don't have that, uh, that same situation to some extent. Like even, for instance, with Sunless Evo and Jimmy and I running that, like I had that idea f- about a private group. I told you about it, right, for Happy Tans years yeah. ago. And two or three years ago, I said, hey, I want to have a private paid group for people that are real serious. So I had this complete vision, like laid out A to Z. Um, and then to bring somebody else into that, and Jimmy had a similar vision for what he thought. Uh, obviously, there's challenges there. And, and for me to say, gosh, this would be perfect this way. And you put the idea out there. And no, that's not yet at all what I was thinking, you know, so it's like, whoa. But like again, you come back to that, like, I, you know, I've had this vision brewing for a while. He's had his own vision brewing. And it's like, a complete clash, maybe some, some issues there. And it's like, how do you work through that? Who's right? Who's wrong? You know? And then you get into all the the partnership things where it's like a 50, 50 thing. So it's like, okay, who do we take this to? You know? And if you go to an attorney, they'll say you should have an unbiased third party for any uh, things where you can't come to a conclusion because they should decide for you. Um, Luckily we, we haven't had to do that. We're pretty good about talking it out right now, the pros and the cons and this and that. Um, but that's it's super challenging to do. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Well, I will say this, Grant, is that we, um, you know, in normal conversation with our accountant, um, you know, not going to him with any problems, but we were preparing for tax season and we kind of brought some of these things up. And he he told us that we should have weighed our partnership based on experience, you know? And so like it, yeah. maybe some some people have a higher percentage than others and it, based on experience. And yeah. so, um, so what is y'all's you know do you mind sharing? Yeah. Yeah. We, we are 50, 50 okay. and it's just because we didn't know any better at the beginning. And, yeah. um, and it is hard to say, you know, it is hard to weigh that level of experience. Um, mm. and like what is, is rightfully ours, you know, and yeah. like, what, what is that? what is that worth? Um, yeah. So yeah. I had a conversation with a mentor. Sorry to cut you off. I had a conversation with a mentor. This was completely separate, but a a potential merging with two other people. So we had three people and like, you're looking at that as like a pie chart and you're like, what does each person bring? And if you had to put a monetary value on that, what is that value? And then from there you can kind of break it down into pieces of like a pie. But again, it's like you said, this is worth that, you know, Ashley's business experience is worth how much, you know, Marlene's product experience is worth how much or whatever, you know, our client list, maybe it's easier because you say, I have this many, you have this many, but then again, like that conversation and everybody naturally so is going to be out to protect themselves. Um, And, you know, it's like, it's easy to get into the mindset of, I know what I'm going to bring to the table, you know, versus what are they bringing to the table? Uh, It's a, it's really challenging. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And there, like I said, there's so much ego that goes into that. And yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, you know, I, I literally hate that. And then but you, you get, you get those messages all day, every day. Like, don't let somebody else, you know, not tell you what you're worthy of. And like, all, you know, and it's just, it's just really figuring out what's right and wrong for you. And what I know what is right and wrong for us is to value each other's opinions. And like, for me, if she's not, if she doesn't know how to have a conversation with an employee or something to let her learn and like, not be 
so preachy, which if you ask her, she'll probably tell you that I am still terrible at. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you've been in it. It's like, come on, I've done this for years. I understand what to do. Let me teach you, right? It's hard not to jump in there and do it. Yeah, Um, but I'm still still learning um, how to work with that her personality she's still worrying learning how to work with my personality but we have a very good flow right now and so um i'm really proud of where we're at right now that's awesome and you'll always be learning there's no way to get past that that's it's it's great that you can both recognize that i think it's it's easy in a partnership i think for people to turn on one another and to always feel like uh and you you can maybe say this i don't know uh, i feel like I've been in some business uh, endeavors before where it's like, I always feel like I know I'm working harder than they are, or I'm bring, I'm doing more, you know, and it's easy to get yeah. that kind of that, um, that feeling towards them and that, and you know, you hold it in, usually you don't say anything. It's probably better just to say, Hey, this is, this is what I'm struggling with. I feel like I'm doing A, B, and C and you're doing X, Y, and Z. Uh, do you agree? You know, it's easy to kind of get stuck in your own head and say, I'm doing more. I bring more <laughs> to the table. I'm working harder you know, so on and so forth. Um, you know, I, I could see that happening uh, for in any situation. Yeah, it's resentment and you can't mm-hmm. let that build. You resentment, know, because, that was the word I was looking for. Thank you. I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't get, bring yeah. it to my <laughs> Yeah, because once that builds to like, and I will tell her right up front, like our schedules um, are all over the place because I just adopted a child. She has two young kids, like younger mm-hmm. than mine. And mm-hmm. Um, so our schedules are hard and I like everything to be even and fair. Like yeah. <laughs> I, I'm scared of that resentment. Um, and, and Marlene is these struggles that I'm talking about are mostly have been mine. I'm just yeah. going to own that and be honest. She is very optimistic and like, la-di-la, like very mm-hmm. like love, like loves the world. And so um, never has ever let any hard feelings get in her way, but it's, more something that I struggle with and I am like so aware of it that I try to prevent it at all costs. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's good that you recognize that. <laughs> I, have, I feel like I'd, I'd be in, the, I was in the same situation. This isn't with uh, Jimmy and I, this is in a long, a long, a while ago, but uh, it's, yeah, that resentment builds up real quick and it'll, it'll make you perform. Uh, I think it makes you lose focus of the business and your customers and everything. Cause, and you're, you're like holding this resentment towards, your partner or your business partners, whatever the situation, and you take it out on everybody else <laughs> instead of oh just being gosh. honest. Yeah. Yeah. It's like nothing else matters because yeah. like the, I've, we've come to points where that, like that, where I'm like, I don't even care anymore. And she is like, what are you even talking about? Like, <laughs> is, it the, is it the grass green outside? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, yeah. And, and this is not to talk people out of partnerships. I think they're wonderful. You just have to evaluate. And we've had, we've had other people on the show where they've had some opportunities come up and they didn't take them or they did take them and they did work out or didn't work out. There's just so much to, to consider before you get into one, um, you know, it's, it, they're challenging, but I'm glad you guys are at a point you're in a good flow. Um, it's, it's a great learning opportunity. I think you learn a lot about yourself and I have too with Sun Siva and Jimmy and I being so close and, uh, such an, uh, you know, a, an intimate business with so many wonderful people and it's, you grow so much in there and you learn so much about yourself and, and everything for sure. For sure. Like I said, if nothing else comes of it, 
there's that. So yeah. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. Well, there's much more to come for you guys. I, I feel like uh, you're you're in a you're in a great city. Uh, you offer a number of services. Looks like you're really expanding all that. So it's it, what a great opportunity you guys have there. Yeah, no, and for real, in our business, the things that we want to accomplish are like if we get if and when we get to that point are super exciting to think about and for us and for our clients we like to share those visions with our clients oh that's great so you're open kind of transparent i mean we do the same thing in san lucivo right as you know it's the same we're very transparent here's the roadmap this is where we're going uh you know welcome so you do the same thing for your business yeah, I'm sorry. I feel like we've gotten we've gotten away from all your questions, but <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, yeah, we we have our learning that we need to be ourselves, and it and our clients are our friends, and we we were focused at one point on building a brand, and before we realized that before we can do that, we need to get our clients to like us, and mm-hmm. so. Um, by doing that, people are cheerleading for us. Like, you know, they want us to be successful because they want, um, a new location closer to them. Um, and so in our employees too, we, we give them those opportunities as well. In fact, um, some of our employees have been with us since we opened and that is a, a testament, I think, to where we're going because turnover is, very common here in Austin. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that uh, anywhere right now with the economy being so good, it's easy to jump ship. That's every, yeah, in, in any big city, obviously, Austin's like a, a hotbed of any kind of technology or anything you want there. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people moving there. Yeah, that is a testament to you guys. And I, I that, that branding kind of builds itself, I feel like, when you do that. And some people, have this intention to start with the brand and they really have it out the door. They understand it. That takes a real deep knowledge. Um, other people kind of form it, I think over time, but having that buy-in from your, you know, your, your clients and your employees is like, I mean, that's gold. That's a solid foundation. And that's this, I think that's, that, that speaks volumes to YouTube being able to put that out there and having those people buy in. I, I mean, ask anybody in the industry that has employees, like it's super hard to get that, <laughs> to get that level of commitment from people. So that's, that speaks volumes to YouTube. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we've kind of talked about this. Uh, I mean, you, I, I think you kind of pull some ups and downs from your business and what you've shared so far, but if you had to talk about an all time low point in your business, it could be in the airbrush silhouette side of things, or it could be in the rosé side of things. Um, and then the flip side of that, like what's the highest point so far? I'd love to touch on both of those. Yeah. Um, I will say that in the lowest point has been some like, just, I'm going to give you kind of generalized, but it's, it's been my idealistic, um, you know, visions in not being able to communicate those properly from everything from just trusting, um, contractors. Like when we were building out our physical location, that was, um, hard. Like we're two women, um, and <laughs> there's not, much respect for females uh, from from male contractors when there's a lot of work that's needed um you know so them not showing up uh we had strict deadlines because we had uh, one location closing and we had another open and it needed to be done by then so long story short and with the contractors we paid 
$20,000 for um, just some remodeling and rebuilds. And that money basically was stolen from us uh, along with a whole bunch of tools. And we had to pay, we had to pay another $25,000 to get it all fixed. Um, And, and we had, we were there till one, two in the morning. Sometimes we had con cause we were, we were trying to do it cheaper because um, after we had that first incident with the contractor stealing money, we didn't have much money left. Um, and so we had people like shooting up drugs while they were w- doing work, like not using safe plumbing and it, it was just a disaster and it was so stressful and I'm so, when we think about that, we just have an overwhelming sense of gratitude for having able to get through that with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and that, and, and just along the lines, as I mentioned before, of like the vision casting and going on in the communication with Marlene, that is sometimes, um, that has sometimes broke us. But I think that this, that is, us kind of just getting together and saying how can we get through this and how can we get through this and Marlene always has been um has been that you know positive force and so I think that getting having that that has been something great for um our partnership is really um you know having a yin and a yang to somebody that's like idealistic and somebody that's very like um okay well can you clarify this for me like uh so she she pushes me to like not just dream it up but to draw it up and um I and make sure that she clearly understands what I'm I'm dream casting and be able to work together to get it done yeah yeah that's that yeah so $45,000 in there that's so over twice what you expected (laughs) yeah yeah um we're still dealing with that you know we thought we each had put you know ten thousand dollars of our own money in there and i i hope people appreciate that i'm just being honest here um we never intended to take out a loan um and then we ended up having to take out a loan because um we got screwed over and it, it sucked but honestly uh all we kept telling each other um you know Marlene was really struggling during this and I think um for once in our relationship I was able to be the light (laughs) and I I always told her like we learned so much from this in our next location we won't do this we won't try to take the cheap way out we'll we'll go with you know a very legitimate contractor whether it takes longer or not and we just have to we just have to set a, a longer time frame instead of trying to get it done in two months We'll try to get it done in, you know, six months, eight months. Um, yeah. And, and that sucks, but it, it is what it is. And that's really how it should be done. Yeah. There's a lot to take away from that. I love it. This is, um, you know, no, don't worry that we've gone off the, uh, the, the questions that we typically do. I think people are learning a lot from this. I mean, you learn, uh, obviously $10,000 is nothing to laugh at. You guys are putting your money, you know, where your mouth is and, and going after that into, uh, you know, persevere even after the fact of basically losing $10,000 a piece, which that's going to hurt anyone unless you're, you know, some kind of uh, billionaire or something like that. That's, oh, yeah. uh, that's a lot. And and to have to take out that loan after not expecting to, but there's, um, 
Yeah, that's tough because I'm sure that stuff like this happens a lot. And a lot of people are starting out or trying, you know, I do websites for people that are starting a business. I don't, you know, I only have this much budgeted. I don't want all this. And then they go the other, the cheaper route, you know, and they end up with a website that doesn't work or there's issues. And then they come back to you and you're like, oh gosh, this is why, <laughs> this is why I was telling you to invest, <clears throat> excuse me, in the first place, right? It's, it's, but it's challenging when you're starting out, you want to be conscious about the amount of money you're spending and there's just so much to consider there. So, but you guys took a positive um, outlook on that to say next time we'll do this instead. Yeah. Yeah, for wow. sure. <laughs> wow. So on the flip side of that, which is crazy to think uh, that's, that's a pretty low point there, but on the flip side of that, what's been, what's been the best moment so far since we're talking about uh, Rose, we can stick on that side of it. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm very much a person that's in the present. So, um, yeah, feel free if I get off or you want to ask me a question about, um, <laughs> my, my other, my other ventures for sure. Um, but for, for the high points, I will say, um, that there is times where we didn't know if we were going to make payroll and, um, that working together and seeing focus and motivating each other and pushing each other, um, is so gratifying and it's such a high point to be able to celebrate that with somebody else. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that has been the biggest thing and not only that, but that is like, that was just based in, in like in January. Um, what, what are we in March and in January, um, that, that came to fruition where we didn't know because it's off season. Right. And, yeah. um, it's so, it's so different when you're doing it for yourself or you're mobile and like, yeah, um, one, one thing is not to pay yourself, but to not be able to pay your employees is a really crazy thing. And then I, another high point that I just am so proud of us for is that when we opened our doors last year, our very first full month, we hit $11,000 in revenue. And for us, that was a pretty, pretty big deal. Um, yeah. And we continued to grow um and, and did more month after month and that was that was huge for us and so that's huge. That is we, huge. we didn't celebrate it though um but we thinking back you know in, in january when we're you know barely able to make payroll we're thinking back thinking about how grateful we are and, and this year you're damn sure when we hit that when we hit our big big numbers that we have um set for ourselves we will definitely make sure that we celebrate it yeah yeah you should it's it's uh that that time to kind of uh sit back and reward yourself is good and you know we're not talking about going out and buying some extravagant just have a glass of champagne or something i don't know but celebrate it so you get that feeling because then next time you set goals you remember what it feels like to get there and not just to overlook it it's easy to to keep your head down and keep going i'm i'm definitely guilty about that i just never feel like I did enough or want to do some more. So yeah, it's easy to more. get that way. Yeah. Yeah. You always yeah. want more. I'm like, I, I literally would say $15,000 is nothing. We need 25,000. Like, you know, yeah. it's so, it's so, um, it's so crazy to say that and just to sit with it and have gratitude. And me and Marlene love to like, just put a song on and dance to celebrate. And so <laughs> uh, we're, we're very much alike in that. And so I think that just taking the time to do that, whether it's us, but for anybody out there that the first time you're able to pay yourself, the first time you get a first paying client, the first time you get a client referral, like celebrate those small things because there's only going to be a first time once. Yeah. Um, and they mean something. Definitely. It does. And I think, I think you pulled the right word there, the, the gratitude to think about, 
you know, when, whenever I'm thinking like, oh, this isn't enough or I didn't reach enough people, or, I didn't help enough people. Then you look at like, but I did reach this many people or I did get this message or, you know, we, we do have hot food on the table, right? There's like so much to be grateful for that. We, uh, we, we get, I, I think in, in part of that to blame is probably social media and everybody's perfect lives out there. So uh, it's good to hear the truth, which is why, you know, we started the happy tense podcast was to show people like, Hey, this is, this is actually what it's like to own a business. It's not right. all, it's not all perfect. <laughs> no, it's not yeah. rainbows and butterflies. No, it's not. It's not <laughs> definitely. So um, let's do a, kind of a different question. And usually I ask how you got your first client, but you guys both had books of clients already. So did that just, did you guys just say, we're opening a new business, this is it, and just send that out to everybody? Was that how it worked? And that's how you got people in the door that first month to do the $11,000? Yeah, email uh, marketing was a thing for us. And I had, like I, I had always connected with my clients in a way where they knew what I wanted to do. And so oh, awesome. when I had told them, you know, uh, this is what, I, I'm doing it and come here, I mean, it was fairly close to my other location. It was about five minutes down the road and my lean was mobile. And so, um, you know, having that, yeah, I sent out an email blast in hindsight, we should have done more. Um, but yeah, that's how we got our first clients for those locations. And um, we had a grand opening event with, uh, a band and we did some Facebook marketing for that. And that's we actually awesome. got a few clients for that. Um, but it's mostly just word of mouth and, you know, kept my phone number the same and people That's just awesome. texting and yeah. every time they would text, I, I let them know that we moved. So, yeah, I think people still sleep on the email marketing thing. I, I, it, being from the web world, I see it in the value, but I think a lot of people on the service side of businesses don't understand, but that email marketing is still the number one the best or the number one driver of business, the best ROI that you'll see from anything. So um, people that aren't doing that, please check into it. If you're using Vigaro, like Ashley, I know you guys do, or Square, they all have email systems built in. Pay the extra money for it. It's completely worth it. Go to MailChimp, get a free setup, uh, Mailer, Lite, whatever you need to do. It's it's definitely worth it. <laughs> yeah, and I will say that like it with that when if if you're posting on social and you're sending out emails and you don't see any return on that it's in people's minds. So like when you're, when they're coming in and they're asking about, you know, teeth whitening, which is like been a super big one for us on email marketing. Mm -hmm. um, they didn't book it through the email, but that doesn't mean it didn't work. Um, yeah. Vagaro just launched this text message marketing too, oh, which cool. is super expensive. Um, but I highly recommend it. We have, um, we, we pay about $50 a month for it. And like, we have just been doing it for a few months and we always get at least, you know, a thousand dollar a month return on it. And, wow. um, it's, it's huge. And I know that's not a lot, but every little bit counts. Um, and so when you're, when you're playing that numbers game, the social media, the email marketing and mm -hmm. the, the texting and make it super personal, those, those really, really work. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And texting is kind of the new, I mean, emails is still great, but text, obviously like you, you can easily not read an email or it could go to a promotions folder, but a text is a little bit harder to avoid. So yeah. <laughs> that's good. I didn't actually know they had launched one. I, I thought, I thought they had one maybe built in, but I wasn't sure. I think Square may have one too. I'm not sure. I, I can't keep all the systems straight, but it's texting is a huge uh, opportunity too. So 
definitely get in on that. Um, and you said that that was a big driver for teeth whitening on that side of the things. We do, we do teeth whitening. Um, you would laugh at some of the things that we do, but <laughs> I just, people um, like to read it because they know my personality and they know it's coming from me. Um, yeah. Marlene doesn't do any kind of typing because English is not her first language. Yeah, and so yeah, she's, <laughs> she leaves all of that to me. Um, but so, you know, we do stuff like, hey, did you see Demi Lovato's spray tan on the Super Bowl? We have that color. Click here to book it now. Um, that one got like tw 20 bookings. Like it's crazy. Like, <laughs> um, um, so those types of things. Uh, yeah. Teeth whitening is a huge one, um, which we were not maximizing last year, but we've done like, we did, uh, 24 teeth whitenings last month. Um, and wow. this month we're on track to do the same, if not more. Um, so yeah, just any, any, you have to believe in whatever you're pitching. And so, you know, something authentic to your business and to you is, yeah. is the best way to go. Yeah. And teeth whitening is a huge add on people have seen what, what system are you, uh, you come from the dental field. So what system are you guys using? <laughs> yeah. Um, if you want to share, I yeah. guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we've tried quite a few and we are using um, Sun of Smile right now. And so I'm not saying that we're a hundred percent on that, on the way that they do it only because I do have a dental background. Um, we have changed it up a little bit here and there as far as like the times and whatnot. I, um, I don't really think that that's something that you're supposed to do. So I wouldn't take my advice on that, but um, it's something that I feel passionate and secure about just because I have that background. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sun of Smiles are very popular ones. That's good. I know that they kind of promote the uh, the uh, pain-free thing because if you use a too high of a percentage of whatever the uh, peroxide or whatever the ingredient is, that you can't cause some uh, some pain in your teeth. I figured that out years ago when I did a group on uh, yeah teeth whitening, which was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, very good. Uh, so for you, how has um, how has your like, what does your day to day look like? How's that change? Obviously, when you were by yourself, you were driving in the car, <laughs> you were driving all day, tanning in the morning and night and working for yourself. I think you eventually brought on some employees there. But how is how does it look now being at Rosé? And, and uh, like, how often do you and Marlene sit down and meet? How, how does all that work? Yeah, I am very, um, very, very strict and harsh with Marlene about us getting together at a minimum once, if not twice a week. Um, so that has been the only thing that has worked for us. If we get off, off base with that, um, it's, it doesn't work. Uh, well, we just, you can't miss, you can't miss a week when you have things like rent and, you know, a loan to pay back and, and payroll and you have families to feed, like you can't miss a week of not being strategic. And so we sit down at least once a week to go over um, where we are at financially, where, what cuts need to be made, what promos need to be done, what do we need to push, how can we get there, uh, what net mar networking meetings are we, are we doing, and like staying consistent with that, um, how much our payroll is going to be, who can we hire next, mm -hmm. um, all, of, all of those things. Um, 
that it's very different from working by myself and like me just having like these brainstorming conversations with myself, but being, (laughs) you know, being intentional and not getting into like a sister vibe that we sometimes do about like what your kids did last night. And like, you know, um, that's, it's really, really hard not to just shoot the, shoot the shit and just get down to business. And so, um, I've learned that it's best for both of us if I take on that, like, role to um hold us accountable and i'll i'll go into her schedule and block it if i have to yeah. um if i notice that she's not making the time or or and she does the same for me like if there's times i'm not perfect there's times where like i'm having an off week you know especially as we've been going through my adoption mm-hmm. she's been giving me so much grace to like deal with my emotions but sometimes like she knows that i need that too to tell them like you need to recenter yourself and get it together like you know um so we're we're that for each other I think yeah that's awesome I I was gonna say Jimmy and I meet every Monday at 12 30 9 30 for him on a at least a 15 to 30 minute phone call we have it as a weekly meeting just to go over stuff for Sunless Evo to keep it on track that's I think that's important a communication and then you know throughout the week we'll shoot each other messages but we try to kind of keep a running list via email or somewhere I guess if you can use Trello or anything like that just to have like oh I think of something I don't want to forget about this but also don't want to bug Jimmy all week about something he's clearly got his own thing going on you know vice versa so that's that's good to do as well but I think the more communication the better um as long like you said that you need to keep it on track sometimes, but <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Cool. You know, one thing that um, just in line with that, that we do is like, we have commitments to each other. So there's one day a week, like Tuesdays, Marlene works at the salon by herself without me. And on Wednesdays I work at the sal- salon by myself without her. And so we have a Tuesday and Wednesday commitment list oh, um, cool. that, you know, what things is she committed to like to doing um, whether that's like posting on Facebook or, you know, sometimes for me, it's sending out those email marketing or um, hiring an employee or those types of things. So we, yeah. we make commitments to each other. That's cool. That's a really good idea, too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting uh, situation. But you guys uh, seem like you're in a good, like you said, like a sisterly vibe. That's good. Uh, you just have to make sure to keep some things on track. I'm sure. Definitely. That definitely helps. Um Wow. Yeah. That's just, it's just so much with a partnership, right? It's like never ending. Uh, it is a marriage. Sure. There's no way around that. It's a marriage for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Marlene calls me wifey. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, Jimmy and I joke about the same stuff. So <laughs> I get it. Um, awesome. Uh, so you started 2004. I mean, you probably did. Do you take, did you take any trainings or anything like that back? Obviously there's probably nothing back then, but what did you, what have you taken up to this point? Have you done a lot of different trainings? I know that you're always um, um, keeping up to date with stuff. So I like to see what other, um, so I've taken Norvell, I've taken Sholey, I've taken Kelly Callahan's, um, I'll probably more than that, but I, I like to see what, is new and interesting and Mm -hmm. I love personal and professional development. So yeah, I, I'm always looking to grow. Yeah. That's awesome. I think there's always something to learn, always something to take away. It's like, so I think a lot of people hesitate sometimes to take additional trainings. Like what am I going to learn from them? Maybe they've been in the industry less than me, but you can always, you know, look at something and take something away from it there. And it reminds me of an interesting story. I feel like it was, 
maybe Sam Walton from Walmart. And like, they went to this competitor store and walked through it. And uh, he was with one of his executives and the executive just, all he talked about was he bashed the other company completely. Look at how they're doing this, doing that, doing that. But, and Sam Walton said, but did you look at how well they did this thing? This one thing he took away instead of looking at, Oh, we do all this better or whatever. He said, look at what they're doing right though. What can we learn from that? So same situation. You could take a training and always, learn something from it, right? There's definitely an opportunity there. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I think it's a good way to get insert yourself in the community too, because that's um, even, I mean, being part of a community in your industry opens doors for you. And so um, you might not see it immediately, but it just, it just does down the line. Um, yeah. and, and just, point of me, how I met Marlene or how I met you. Um, those all are because I've made investments in, in myself. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. You never uh, downplay the connections you make for sure. Uh, what, what a type of uh, equipment and product do you guys use? That's an interesting question actually, because if you're coming together with two people, I'm sure that you use different products. Uh, how does that work? Yeah. I mean, again, it comes to back to the point that I am more strong, a little bit more strong willed than Marlene. And so <laughs> she was, um, she was forced to conform. Um, so <laughs> we, uh, no, she, she didn't have a very, like, she didn't have a very strong opinion or on her particular brand that she was using. And so I had, um, been using, I've used so many throughout the years. Right. And so I had very particular opinions on why I use this or that. Um, at the end of the day, we all know it doesn't matter, but, um, there's, there's pros and cons with every solution. And I will say that, um, so what we do is we use, um, Sholy and we use unfiltered, mm -hmm. um, unfiltered is our absolute favorite. We love that, um, solution. We love Carla. Um, we love the connection that we've made with her and, yeah. um, she, she does a very good job branding herself that way. And, you know, just because of that. Um, we have so much loyalty to her um, and, and we've just used Sholi. It's just a very good, um, consistent yeah. um, tan for those that, you know, don't want uh, a heavy bronzer. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, very good. Yeah, two, two great products. Obviously, Carla's there in your backyard. That's great. And then uh, Sholi, obviously, I've, since I started there in 2011, they've been around for a number of years. I think 2009 was actually when they started. So they've been around for quite some time now, consistent consistent, uh, for sure. <laughs> no doubt about that. Um, really cool. Uh, I, I think we learned a lot from this, uh, this interview before we wrap it up. I just want to thank, thank you for your time. Ashley's probably went a little bit longer than we expected, but great conversations, a lot to unpack and learn a lot about partnerships. Uh, so thank you so much for sharing your time and your expertise. You've been in the industry for a long time, a 2004. That's crazy. That's like Jimmy. He was 03. So same, about the same amount of time. That's, uh, that's a long time to be in it. So thanks for, thanks for sharing your story. If anybody has questions or anything for you, is there a best way to reach you? Yeah, for sure. Um, they can follow me on Instagram. Um, especially if you want to learn more about adoption, <laughs> that's where I'm yeah. at right now in my life. So that's <laughs> what I'm posting about. Um, it, it, what's what's my name on instagram it's um ashley souza um ashley souza 1020 <laughs> and um, <laughs> obviously can follow me on facebook um um ashley souza and or you can email me at ashley souza 0906 at gmail 
Yeah. And I'll put all that down below. I appreciate your time, Ashley. If, last question. If you had to write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out, what would you say? Second grade teacher. I just, he was standing out One second. Now, so. Oh, yeah. no worries. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate it. Sorry. Sorry about that, Grant. That's okay. Uh, um, we ran into school time over here. So if yeah, I had to okay. write a letter to myself, um, I would say, you know, draw a line in the sands and consistently reach past that line. Um, yeah. So what I mean by that is don't let your feelings or your ego prevent you from doing anything um, that you think that you're not capable of. So yeah. con continue to learn, continue to push the limits and, and be successful because you, you will be. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Draw a line in the sand and keep getting past it. Very good, Ashley. Thank you so much again for your time. I'll let you get to school there so you can pick up your little one. <laughs> I left him alone in the rain. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Ashley. All right. All right. Take care, Grant. Thank bye -bye. you so much. All right. Bye-bye.